Reeks, this entire week's content is from your mind nugget. Yes, we should um, be afraid. You've taken us all the way back to the futuristic time of 1986 yeah. for our midweek mumble. Yes. Saw this come up. It's free on Amazon Prime at the moment. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and I thought this is kind of one of those sacred cows from when you're a, a kid that you remember as being a really good film. And I thought, having watched a few movies recently, it might be decent to uh, reappraise something like this. I must admit, I do remember Fisher Stevens's character, Ben, and I knew that would be problematic and uh, interesting for us to talk about. So I did pick it knowing that would be something we would yeah it's short circuit if anyone doesn't know and i remember this in the old days when well certainly when we were kids there wasn't like a blockbuster so you would go to like the paper shop and you could rent videos Mm, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i remember having this from one of those shops Mm. you would have it for the whole weekend Mm. and watched it fucking loads because you know you only had four channels this was the film you got for the weekend so i watched this and fucking loved it yeah 1986 would have been about eight yeah something like that eight nine by the time it probably came to videos and just thinking this is fucking cool it's got a bit of swearing it's sort of a bit violent it's got a funny foreign guy in it and some slapstick but i knew this is one of those ones that you know going back to it probably not going to be as great as you remember yeah yeah i i i don't know why it was like very misguided of me but i had high hopes of loving this again yeah Uh, i don't think i'd seen this first film probably since i was a kid i'm gonna say not since i was 10 12 something like that will i have watched this so we're talking 30 years ago and something we discussed off air that also seems relevant is that many of the good things that we remembered about this movie weren't actually in this movie they were in the sequel very much so yeah 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 so anyway let's should we start on with number johnny five was was uh was like him he was the character someone showed me like a card of that robot and said who's that i said number johnny five mm. but as we find out in this film that only happens once mm. very, yes very very, very end. End, yeah. Yeah. spoiler alert sorry about that for everyone so we start off uh, at a military demonstration don't we we see the robots which are the strategic artificially intelligent nuclear transport or saint yeah for short and they've got these sort of caterpillar tracks i guess like a little tank yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and a kind of spindly upper body with a sh- sort of shoulder mounted laser thing yeah. hmm. and eyebrows yeah but yeah sort of like butterfly-esque eyebrows, eyebrows yeah. yeah it seems like you know in something that's very obviously been streamlined and is still in prototype phase they're very clear about that in yeah. the movie's prototype they're really looking for applications for it and the application that they have got is utterly ridiculous which is to parachute it in behind enemy lines with a <laughs> nuclear bomb and it, it takes the nuclear bomb somewhere it blows off but you, just you know, or new- you could just yeah. use the nuclear bomb yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so but yeah they're, they're clearly prototypes but they took the time to put eyebrows on them it does seem like unnecessary expenditure is what i would say i sort of think that so the robots can show like surprise and but they don't do they at the beginning because they're just sort of cold red-eyed killing machines like something out of skynet what i noticed is that these are obviously real robots now obviously Mm. there'll be scenes within the film where it's just like an art you all you see is the arm in the scene it's a bloke holding the arm whatever but a lot of this you see the the robots in all their glory and I don't know a lot about robots, but if I somebody said to me, one of you guys said to me, oh, this weekend there's a load of robots down the park. Let's go and have a look at them. <laughs> yeah. And I went and I saw these robots. I'd be like, fucking hell, they're cool. They're really yeah. like futuristic and shit. 
they stand up like yeah. as 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 brilliant robots well they are a great no it's a good point they're a great prop and they're a great prop still it's a fantastic design the guy who did it actually i have his name sid mead Sid Mead, yes. And he did all kinds of cool stuff. Like he did the spinners in Blade Runner and he did, he did, Tron. The, he did the light cycles in Tron. So, right. you know, yeah, it's it's cool, iconic design. And they, they show off by blowing up a tank. Yeah. yeah. Well, he actually, that, that Sid Mead, he, he did comment on the eyebrows. He said that they, they gave them the cameras as eyes and then the because they wanted to obviously show them having some sort of emotion in the film because of what happens when he comes alive. And so... The eyelid things were supposed to be like shields for the cameras, as if cameras oh, need that. I see. Because your camera that you have has. So there was a practical reason yeah. in universe. Well, they tried to explain it in that way, but have you ever eyelids. seen a camera that has a shield over it to protect from light? No, it doesn't exist. Well, Maybe you do. That- you get like sort of. Not, I'm going to say like like blinkers. You got like blinkers on a horse or whatever. Like you do see with like <laughs> horses the are cameras. Yeah, yeah, no, but so like lights in a in a studio, they yeah. they will have true, like those true, those true, things true. that that are cutting out. Yeah, they'll reduce the exposure yeah. at the so time they take the, the exact photo. Amount of light that yeah. you need, and yeah. so yeah. that's what they're there for. So I'm I'm siding with the robots here. Okay, yeah. well that's probably a good idea because the robots are killing machines, and they do take out a, a tank and a truck full of obviously not people, and they are all sort of patting themselves on the back about what a fantastic demonstration they've given when they decide they leave it, it gets a bit thundery doesn't it so they all go inside although when they go inside they go over to the facility and it's absolutely bright beautiful day i don't know whether anyone noticed that because mm. in the previous scene they're like oh it's about to piss it down we need to go inside then it's lovely and then they do go back outside and five is being powered up on the generator the others one two three and four are there surprisingly <laughs> they, they they're getting loaded up on the truck fives on the generator and then the generator is struck by lightning mm. which we all know of course is Magic. the way to bestow sentient mm. nurse nurse yeah <laughs> sentient se- sentient to do that to a yeah. machine it does. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. But it's not immediate. He's sort obvious. of damaged, and yeah, it's like you. So straight away, you think he's malfunctioning. He, and he, I yeah, think he's, he's sort of like bumbling off the wall. And yeah, yeah, he's he's having like a input. Yeah, yeah, and then he sort of gets onto like a, a rubbish truck. Yeah, he gets carted off. The, the compound, which seems, I mean, this thing was $11 million back in 1986. You'd think there would be good ways of tracking them, but they do come to that. Anyway, he gets on the, the rubbish truck and he falls off into a field and they do try and trace him, yeah. don't they? But Five sends them back like sort of these weird 8-bit messages. It's unlike any code that I've ever seen. Well, like Crosby it- types into the machine, like, please come back, which... Do- you know that yeah. python is that i don't know i'm not sure it's not i don't remember it it's steve gutenberg we should say big star yeah at this time and he was pretty buff back in the day was because i was looking at some images for the website <laughs> and whatever yeah and there's a picture of him <laughs> there's a picture of him in shorts which are very reminiscent of daniel craig the bond the famous blue shorts yeah yeah and he's cut. Like, fuck he is fucking hot yeah, yeah. he was yeah looking good he's, he's got a- these sort of cow-like Mm. eyes that are sort of you know like oh he just made this film and variants of this kind of film throughout the 80s the only yeah. other th- there was like some some men and and babies was three men and him. a fucking kid. and then obviously like to me he's most famous from police academy yeah and- oh come on cocoon was fucking great oh film. yeah yeah yeah. no absolutely like but but he was mr he was police academy yeah. like someone says steve gutenberg i think police academy 
And Captain Harris is in this as well. G.W. Bailey plays Scrotum. They want to destroy it, basically. The military guys are like, we can't have this weaponized thing out and about. Going rogue. We need to go and get it and fucking take it out. And the nerds were like, no, no, we can, you know, reprogram, we can fix him and reprogram him. We can't just go around fucking blowing this shit up. They're very attached to it. Yeah. Um, Well, Crosby has sort of had his research co-opted by the military, hasn't he? I mean, he prefers to kind of play cards with them and teach them a hand to play the piano and stuff like that. But yeah, for some reason... Scroder ends up in charge. G.W. Bailey, Captain Harris from, mm. and he's playing Captain Harris. Yeah, in this for, same but, guy. Yeah, same guy. And they go and search for the robot. They really should have implemented a proper failsafe. That's all I'll say about. Yeah, that. of course. Because Five is now sort of wandering aimlessly about the countryside, seeking input, and he ends up doing a sort of Bond move <laughs> off a bridge, doesn't he? With a parachute. Oh yeah, and, he does. Yeah. Uh, wee. Yeah, he says. yeah. And I remember liking that as a kid and just feeling. Cold old and dead inside <laughs> when i watched it as, as an, adult. an adult yeah yeah, yeah. He, he parachutes down and lands on top of stephanie speck which is ali sheedy's snack shack which is her natural food truck ali sheedy in this is a kind of cat woman basically she has yeah. loads of animals around her, yeah. her house which indicates to me serious emotional problems definitely away. yeah she's, um, she's yeah. damaged yeah <laughs> yeah she's also i thought in a way, kind of like number five, and they're both sort of idiots, like infantile, don't know how to fucking deal with the real world. Mm. Yes. Probably everyone in the film is like that, to be fair. I was saying earlier that you could play a drinking game with this film where every time someone says input, you drink. Yeah. Uh, you would be absolutely paralyzed. Well, you'd be dead. Half an hour right, in, you'd be on the floor. Yeah. yeah, you would be. And he is seeking input, so Stephanie invites him into the into the house because she, she thinks he's um, she an thinks alien. She's an alien at first, yeah. Mm. yeah and different. she knew that she would be the one to be picked by aliens because yeah. Yeah, yeah. she wanted to get probed, I think. Because who else? Then she comes in, various madcap shit happens. She goes to bed and leaves him watching TV. Well, he, he starts getting his input. I think it's like a dictionary or like yeah, yeah, yeah. encyclopedia. So he basically reads up on everything. Well, that doesn't make sense then when he goes to cook breakfast and he makes a huge fucking mess because he would know how to do that stuff. Yeah. So he cooks yeah. the waffles in the packet, but he would fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. Or and just he, read the packet. He, he yeah. puts the eggs in with the shell. Yeah. 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 It's stupid. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, another, another another I loved it at the time. This. It's very fucking idiotic. <laughs> I yeah. actually thought Ali Sheedy, did you yeah. say, I thought she was a really junk actress. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty, yeah. Uh, but she's Ish. not very good in this. She's yeah. not very good. She's not a knockout, to be I, fair. I cannot say I've ever seen her in anything else. Oh, she was in Breakfast Club and a whole load of other shit in the 80s. You will have seen her in stuff, just maybe not. Yeah, recognise She doesn't yeah. stand out for me. And she's, like you say, I think she's pretty mediocre in this. But she leaves five up all night watching telly. And when she comes down in the morning, he's an arsehole because he's had a whole <laughs> night of watching American telly. And he's yeah. just speaking in like infomercial stuff. And I fucking wanted to kill him, if I'm honest. It's yeah. like having a two-year-old around. That's um, how the junker cons learn to speak in Transformers, the movie. What, from watching TV? Yeah, they speak all in adverts and sound bites from telly which is what he now does for the rest of the film yeah yeah you, exactly and you that's for the rest of the film we're stuck with fucking three stooges impressions and john, john wayne, wayne yeah. and bruce bugs lee Bunny. noises and bugs oh he doesn't know with fud really awful it's not the worst voice in this because we <laughs> mentioned earlier about newton cosby's sort of sidekick in this film and i it wasn't until you mentioned it on the pod a little while ago that this is some cultural appropriation is that the right word or just flat out racism yeah um, so because this is this is 
black face slash brown face. He didn't actually use any brown face makeup, apparently. Did he he just puts on a really awful um, Indian accent he's, and speaks. He's and, very brown. I think, well... Mm. Is it automatically racist? Let's ask that question. Well, right. Okay, so f- for me, sort of now, if that if th- if that film was made now like that, then it would be totally and wholly inappropriate. Yeah. At the time, and such is the way with a, a number of things, it, I don't think it was done with the intent to offend or be you know disrespectful or dismissive of you know getting an indian actor or it was just that it's not i just only... don't think they thought about those things exactly those right. that's what I'm, that's and my this point was, this was a change that was made really late in the day it's supposed to be a caucasian dude he was supposed to be a white guy and and they changed it up at the last minute and i've read stuff from the director john badham about why they did it and all those things it's pretty bad when you look at it yeah now, i mean but... it, it it made me it was uncomfortable viewing for the rest of the film mm. because when i first watched this i just thought it was an indian guy yeah same. I never when i was a kid i didn't give no any idea. consideration to the you know the, who the actors behind the the characters necessarily were steve gutenberg would have been recognizable to me and captain harris other than that probably wouldn't have seen anyone else so i just assumed it was an indian guy and it was only when in re-watching it and then looking up who the actors and so on where i was like wow this is just an american guy yeah and, and and a lot of the humour are sort of about his malapropisms and getting yeah. different, you know, mixing his... Metaphors, more, yeah, know, yeah. All sorts of stuff. But Steve um, Gutenberg, he, he convinced them that they sh- he should go and meet Stephanie. And they go... Because Steve Gutenberg, and this is supposed to be a nerd with no sort of, like, charisma or ability to chat to women. And you're thinking... It doesn't look... Do you know what I mean? Honestly, when he flashes those eyes... Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's, he's got he, a smirk, hasn't he? This is one of the like, things... It's like a playful, playful boyish yeah, kind of charm yeah. about him. And yeah, I, I, I'd jump on board with that. Yeah, for sure. So he does go to meet him. And this is one of the comments that when I was watching it, I was like, what the fuck? And he comes back to... I forget his name. Ben, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And Ben's like, oh, he's like, yeah, she was into you and whatever. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm, now I'm getting a woody. And I'm like, well, you're getting a hard on. <laughs> about your mate going to chat with the bird and like what the fuck it was so jarring and yeah weird. I don't, listen yeah. as you get older you take it where you can get it if, if true you, if you, if you, <laughs> but this is if this, you got lucky i'd probably just sit and wait in the wings and have a fiddle yeah but this is a kid's <laughs> film right yeah yeah and then there's the other one that's that i we all remember this quote and it, johnny number five says it he says your mother was a snowblower yeah so he's saying your mum is on coke and is like a massive gearhead or something and i, or, I remember saying that I, all the time I at school on the blower part of that okay she was, so she's a whore yeah right so she's a crack whore a crack whore oh she's a crack whore yeah. Yeah, okay right i but, remember but, saying but in, that at school all the time mm, yeah and this is obviously a pg and they're weird things to have in a fucking i think they just film. come up because that's obviously something in you know it's it's a bit of an it's a bit of equipment or whatever and it also has a double other con- yeah exactly it's mm. got other connotations yeah. so again i don't think that there would have been a huge amount of depth of thought gone into it I it does seem inappropriate was... in in this level of and there's like you say there's a number of sexual jokes there's another one where he's like ogling her in the bath yeah. it's like mm, nice yeah. software and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> really i don't know i think the 80s is... were just fucking wild yeah 
then um, he goes on a killing spree. Well, he he jumps on the grass with a grasshopper. He's delighted to see a grasshopper. Yeah. This is quite a key moment in mm. the film because um, he's playing with the grasshopper, jumping with the grasshopper. Isn't it lovely? Then disassembles. Cr- he disassembles. Yeah. Uh, well, he crushes it. He jumps on top of it and he asks Stephanie to reassemble it. He says, can't you can't silly bollocks. You fucking killed it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't want to be a sh- silly bollocks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> quote, 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 I think, yeah. And then he realises that the guys who are coming to take him back to the lab they want to disassemble him and so this is really the point where this should have become the terminator yeah yeah that would have been cool yeah Yeah. but it doesn't he gets in the car he has to read the driver's manual which would that tell you how to drive if you read no it would tell you how the car how to like change the time on the radio and stuff yeah Yeah. 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 (laughs) five like moving the seat up and down I mean, yeah, it'll tell you where to find that fucking (laughs) petrol cap thing that you can never find, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he drives off, and I don't know. They he he's, he's suicidal at this point, isn't he? He makes a break for the river or something. Well, he reprograms three of the other robots into the Three Stooges. Other hilarious things happen. You want to go that far ahead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've um, not really missed a great deal. There's, I mean, not a lot happens in the film. Like he goes meet Stephanie. They come after him. He wins. They all fuck off. There's a Saturday Night Fever scene. That's oh, quite there is. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dance together. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Impressive. How fucking good at dancing is John Travis? Volto. I was just sat there thinking about that. For well, John Baden, the director of this, he directed Saturday Night Fever, oh, okay. which is pretty cool. So her shitty ex-boyfriend comes over and he disassembles the car, which was pretty lol. Yeah. Well, there's a ransom, isn't there? There is to... a there's a reward for yeah. getting about twenty five grand, I think, yeah. probably about seventeen million in today's mm. money. Yeah, yeah, seventeen or eighteen. And he thinks it's a good idea to start firing a shotgun at this eleven million dollar prototype <laughs> robot uh, for carrying nuclear. Warheads. <laughs> so he he kind of deflects the bullets with like the the hubcap. Hub uh, no, it's, a, it's the brake caliber, I think. Brake caliber. And then he, the guy Frank tries to hit him with a tire iron, and his eyes go all red and evil. Uh, Johnny Five. This is. He makes. Bruce He's not Lee Johnny noises. Five at this point. He's just number just five. five. He makes Bruce Lee noises. He shoots his belt buckle off, and mm. his trousers fall Hello. down. <laughs> um, <laughs> You see some pants. Yeah. They go eventually to this place, the Black Cat Inn, for Newton Crosby, for Gutenberg and Sheedy to have a chat. And Sheedy says to him, oh, you know, Johnny Five's alive. And he says, that's ridiculous. Number five, not Johnny Five. Number five's alive. And he and he says, no, it's ridiculous. Uh, and then Sheedy thinks that the Gutenberg has sold him out because yeah. G.W. Bailey, Captain Schroeder, is in the bar. Um Meanwhile, Five's hiding in the woods playing baseball and then the other Saints robots turn up to try and stop him. And there's a load of madcap shit here where (laughs) zaniness, people falling into toilets, getting reprogrammed to do the Three Stooges whistling. Hitler has only got one ball. Making a joke about when you got to go, when somebody goes into the toilet, yeah. you know, just real great, great stuff. Then Five goes and crashes through the window of the Black Cat Inn to rescue Sheedy from the evil clutches of Captain Harris from Police Academy. They drive away. There's a big chase. Then Sheedy tells Five to disassemble the bad guys. Yeah. What a crazy mm, bitch. She's yeah. advocating total genocide, but thankfully Five doesn't do that. They have a hug. There's a few more John Wayne quotes. Then it cuts back to Gutenberg and the racist Ben character, and he moans about being cock-blocked by Schroeder, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He couldn't get it on with Sheedy because uh, Schroeder turned up. This is basically how I remember it anyway. Oh, there's a whole lot of extra shit happens. There's a chase. There um, is a chase. Quite clever, quite clever from uh, number five here. 
at the end where he basically assembles another like number six. Well, we don't where want he to dies. Miss, we don't want to miss before that though the key where he manages to convince Gutenberg that he oh, yeah 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 which is with uh, a joke fucking stupid it's like yeah, yeah. a vaguely anti-Semitic joke. <laughs> Yeah, it was um, it was anti-religion, anti-anti-Semitic. Yeah. yeah, and five laughs at it, and he's like, "Oh, you're racist. You must be alive." <laughs> then all the fucking army and security men and all that mm. shit turn up, yeah. and they send a helicopter after him in a really poorly staged yeah. chase. And then he's shot and blown up. Oh my god, five's dead. I know. Yeah, I was really sad. And that was the end of the film. I know. I can't believe it ended. Believe like that. it ended like that. And they still dead. got a sequel out of it. Somehow. Yeah. yeah, amazing. So what did he think? Well, I think that he built a facsimile of himself <laughs> and somehow ported his newly found personality. Yeah, he instantly built a version Wirelessly. of himself that talked like him and acted and behaved like him, but well, wasn't him. Yeah, I think, because I don't know if it says, does it say much whilst he's being chased? Cause Maybe not. He says, he shouts Banzai as he breaks out <laughs> the back of the van, which is why I thought it was him. Yeah, because I'd forgotten at this stage that. What oh, so you were you were done by so the twist. So I was thinking, oh yeah, he's been blown up, and then I thought, oh, yeah, they'll build another one, and that's where Short Circuit Two comes from. But no, actually, he's he built one in the back of the van. But I don't remember him saying a great deal when he's being chased. He's just like pegging it along some canyon and gets blown up. He's killed pretty quick, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, but. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. Yeah. And as they drive off all together, he says, why don't you call me Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Five. I was <laughs> yearning for this to end at this point. Mm, this was hard, wasn't it? This yeah. was hard work. It, I knew it wasn't going to be as good as I remembered because I did love it when I was a child and I do hate it as an adult. I don't know about hate it, but there's, there's so well, much wrong hate, with it. It's just crap. It's fucking crap. I'll almost definitely never watch it again. But I can see why I liked it as a kid. Yeah. I can see all the stuff. Yeah, that, the racism. Yeah, but yeah. Like, you know, sort of like pretty like juvenile and yeah, robots was, and cool shit like that. Yeah, but again, like as I as I said, I wouldn't have. You say racism. The character isn't being racist. The character is is like a really I poorly think it's racist. Yeah, you know, like as a, it's like a in, caricature. In, in, isn't it? Yeah, in today's yeah. sort of what it, what is acceptable woke. We're being really woke. No, it's, it, I, I don't think it's it's not. It's like, what? Why do, does a guy? Are you sure? Are you sure he didn't brown up? I'm I not read. 100% sure not. I read that he spent five weeks in India in preparation for the role. But that's got to be bullshit, well, isn't it? Dan spent way more than five <laughs> weeks in India, but we're not going to put him forward as. Uh, like, there's literally Indian no anytime, need so. for him to be no, Indian in the film, no. other than or, to take the piss out of Indians. Or if there's going to yeah. be an Indian character, have an Indian guy play it. And just play him as a nerdy scientist guy, not yeah. like a fucking weirdo who gets a hard on when his mate talks yeah. to a well, girl. One thing I will say is that I only found out afterwards that Fisher Stevens, the guy who played went out with Michelle Pfeiffer for three years. Wow. Career high. <sighs> he uh, also went on to reprise... He's um, seen Michelle Pfeiffer's chuff. Yeah. Can I just... That is fantastic work. Yeah. 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 I don't know what to say, really, to follow that up. I, can't um, just I was just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, just thinking about it. Sorry. Uh, just a little bit of history on the people. Director John Badham did Saturday Night Fever. He did Blue Thunder, War Games, Stakeout, Bird on a Wire, Drop Zone, and a whole host of very successful TV work, including The Shield, Heroes, Supernatural, and Heroes. Arrow. Gutenberg had already done three Police Academy movies by the time that this one came out, and he went on to star in at least one more, which was Citizens on Patrol. Citizens on Patrol. After Short Circuit, he still had a terrific run of films 
films, including Three Men and a Baby and its sequel, Three Men and a Little Lady and Cocoon, The Return. But then his career all sort of kind of petered out, really, didn't yeah. it? It was, it was odd the way that happened. Yeah. Um, what is he doing now? Happens to the best of us. And then Tim Blaney uh, was the puppeteer and voice of Number 5. He worked on the Men in Black franchise, uh, Flight of the Navigator, The Abyss, Team America. So uh, wow. a number of different and also probably better should we talk money yeah the budget for this was 15 mil 15 mil must have basically all gone on gutenberg and the robot yeah i think it did yeah fucking hell that's Um, a lot of money in those days for a sort of a comedy kind mm. of we, I'm assuming this was a huge. We hit. know it, it had a, a hit, we know yeah. it had a sequel, so um, that tells you it must have made some money. Forty point six mil, which is mm. less than I thought. There is, or there was, or there no, there probably is a script for a third short circuit. I thought really? they were re. I heard they were. And there was chat. There were in two thousand and thirteen. There already is a third short circuit movie, which is Chappie, the Neil <laughs> Blomkamp movie, where he ends up uh, being reprogrammed and fighting for a South African gang. Yeah. In 2013, it was announced that a remake was being developed, and it was rumoured that Fisher Stevens would return as Ben. Wow. Oh, that (laughs) I would... That's that's... not going to happen, because Fisher Stevens, every when I did some research, he he is... Yeah. He's uh, pretty sorry for for everything that he ever did. Yeah, but I way prefer what side he said. Yeah, true. Well, enough throw enough money at him. Hell, I'll do it. Throw enough money and brown shoe polish. <laughs> so to summarise, this wasn't the classic that I remember as. Yeah, if my you remember days. this being really good, then Don't just leave it, it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Definitely. leave it there. Yeah. <laughs>